Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I sat down with a trading buddy who lives in El Salvador to talk about the recent rollout of Bitcoin as a currency in that country. And since Bitcoin dropped about 20% around the time that they rolled that out, I was really curious to know what effect that had, if any, on the people there and you know how they're perceiving that. So now you may recognize his voice. His name is Jason. He was on episode 32 of the podcast where we were talking about options and income and a few things there. But once I found out that he lived in El Salvador, I brought him back on. He was nice enough to come back on and tell me about his experience and how the rollout went, what that looked like. Because I know we talk about cryptocurrency as you know being a, a currency as opposed to a store of value and they're actually using it as a currency so I wanted to get his take on that but before we get started you need to know that neither one of us are financial advisors and everything in this episode and on this entire podcast is for informational purposes only and real quick just to let you know I've recently updated some of my spread strategies over on my patreon page so if you're looking for mechanical consistent strategies that are easy to follow. Even if you have a day job, head over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. All right, now let's get into the show. You're, you're living in El Salvador. Um, you know, they recently uh, announced that Bitcoin can be accepted as a legal tender. A legal tender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from your First of all, how long have you been there? Because I know you're not from El Salvador, right? You 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 just been living there for a few years, or how long have you been there? Uh, no, I'm living here for already ten years. Ten years. Okay, so you're 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 there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. I'm here already. Yeah. Yeah. Well established. Yeah. How did the government or the president sort of announce this to you guys and let you know? Um, what was the messaging from the government that this was happening? How did what did that look like? Okay, it was, uh, first of all, it was announced really quick, uh, like um, the announcement uh, was made this year, and more or less in a time frame of two or three months, everything was implemented. Yeah, so it was real, real quick. If you compare, for example, other countries that are uh, adapting or taking Bitcoin as a, as a legal tender, you have examples as Ukraine, uh, for instance, that they are planning to to have Bitcoin as a legal tender in 2023. So they have to to go through a plan and, and to review all the things. Right. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, the government uh, announced um, the implementation of Bitcoin as uh, uh, with the purpose of uh, financial inclusion, because um, um, there is a lot of people that do not have access to 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 bank accounts or to uh, or to have loans or saving accounts and so on. Mm-hmm. And even as a exchange for, um, let's say, as a, as a media to exchange uh, value with other with other people. Um, the other reason is that uh, El Salvador is a country that depends a lot on remittances. Uh, like uh, as principal uh, companies, we used to uh, we used uh, Western Union to to exchange or to receive the, the remittances from uh, from US to to here, right? Okay, mostly. Uh, so the idea is that um, these people in the U.S. will be able to send money abroad uh, by blockchain, uh, specifically, okay. and you will be able to receive it in in your wallet. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. And and and, and with this, uh, you will avoid uh, the commissions that Western Union is charging, for example. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the big you know benefits of Bitcoin and these things is direct transfer and and low low fees if you will um so before 
the Bitcoin announcement and before it went into place, what was the primary um, you know currency? It's still the it's U.S. dollar. Is that right? It's U.S. dollar exactly. U.S. dollar. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, in 2000 uh, we used to have colonas, uh, but that was changed by uh, another president in that moment. He said there will be no colonies in, in El Salvador. Mm -hmm. uh, it will be only dollars. And in that moment, at least what I remember is that El Salvador became more expensive because, um, for example, let's say you go to the supermarket and you buy, I don't know, you buy something and this normally costs you um, 75 cents of dollars. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and with the conversion from colonies to dollars, let's say supermarket and, and supermarkets and every merchant as they said okay it's not uh, 70 cents of dollars anymore it is one dollar so all the prices were rise up from mm. the uh, from the fraction to to, to one right. to, to ten and so on yeah mm -hmm. wow interesting so with the um with the bitcoin implementation um yes. I, I read um uh, that there was sort of an you were incentivized to create a digital wallet and that they, I think they gave you like maybe it was $30 or something like that. A couple other things I've read in various places that, you know, yeah. you obviously need a smartphone and the app to sort of, um, you know, be able to do this. So is, you know, one of the things I read is that not everyone has this type of smartphone. Do you think that that's, is that true? Or, I mean, does everyone have that kind of accessibility or, or? We think no every everyone doesn't matter the resources of the of the people in here they they struggle to have a on a smartphone so okay uh, it doesn't matter your income uh, let's say ideally speaking you should have the best uh, a smartphone as uh, possible let's say so right. most of the people yes they have a, they have on a smartphone and uh, i think the people that is uh, that will be uh, left behind is the um, let's say what I call a third generation, like um, from 50 or 60 years older, because they are older generation, people. older yeah. generations. Yes. Yeah. But let's say most of the people they have, uh, they have on a smartphone. So it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, of course, and from my experience or my perception, better to say, uh, the people in general, they have um, Android, most, mostly Android than, than, than iPhone. Yeah. Android. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so they, so the government rolled out its own app that's available in those app stores? Is that how that worked or? Uh, actually, the let's say um, they have launched the, um, um, the wallet on September 7th, but um, with a lot of, I, I don't know if I can say glitches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, I'm, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. and uh, uh, because it was really, it was a really, really fast implementation. So they have been releasing and modifying things, especially in the backend. Uh, of the application, and uh, um, and they were rolling up the version by specific uh, uh, models, let's say, uh, of, of Android and uh, uh, especially OS. And um, yeah, let's say I can tell you that I was able to download the in my iPhone, let's say in my case, uh, the 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 Chivo Wallet. It's called Chivo Wallet, mm -hmm. uh, only until September 10th. Yeah. Okay. So, despite of the fact that the, the the let's say the start date was on September seventh, yeah. Gotcha. And and how are the vendors like? You know, I imagine. You know, I think when I go around to various places, whether it's these big corporate stores 
or smaller vendors, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of initially thinking like street sure. vendors and things. And normally they, you know, there's a lot of mobile um, payment systems out there where they can, they can take your credit card and they can put mm -hmm. it in there. And, and then, you know, with Apple pay, some, you know, some vendors have that. So how are the, you know, are all the vendors kind of able to take that like in markets and things? Are they sort of prepared for that? Or, and are they, they using their cell phone to do that transaction? Or how does that payment sort of, how does that transaction work out in the, yeah. you know, the real world? Yes, uh, well, uh, as uh, we are in Central America and the, popula the population is not that big. We don't have uh, uh, we don't have Apple Pay or uh, or or Google Pay uh, type of uh, uh, payment uh, let's say payment type. Um, so, but with the wallet of, uh, from September eight, you are able to um, to visit, for example, McDonald's, Starbucks, and you are able to to pay with your wallet. Yeah, it okay. could be the the government wallet or it could be another wallet because it's using. Uh, Lighting, Lightning Network and, and blockchain specifically. Right. So, okay. yes. So you are able to get your breakfast and, uh, and so on. Um, and this is true for big companies. However, for, um, let's say, uh, from what I have read is that uh, a, um, a small business and, and merchants, they are having issues when they, for example, exchange or switch uh, or make the transaction from one cell phone to another because uh, they do not receive, let's say, the, the $30. Uh, they receive, for example, instead of $30, they have, they have received $10 and the rest of the money uh, have disappeared. So this is happening between uh, uh, Chivo wallet to Chivo wallet or between uh, government's applications to government application. Yeah, but in fact, you can use, um, um, you can use the wallet wherever uh, here. Actually, Bitcoin, uh, this is the most amazing part. Bitcoin is supported in El Salvador uh, since uh, 2016 because uh, we have a, a, a beach area where you can, you can go there. And uh, they, have, uh, they have another application. It's called uh, uh, Bitcoin Beach, which allows right. you to, to... I saw that, to pay, yeah. Yeah, to, to pay everything directly in, in, in Bitcoin, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. As they were leading up to the the cutover which or implementation which was early you said it was september 7th september 8th it was september 7th yes. yeah so i i, I read a stat that like 80 percent of people there don't have confidence in it or you know or think it's too experimental is that is that your kind of take on that um how how the general people are understanding or you know adopting this yes there are uh, various scenarios here uh, or point of views uh, the first point of view is political uh, because there is the opposition in one side telling that um, that uh, this should not be allowed or this has to be discussed more more deeply more more in details. Uh, right. This is one thing. Yeah. The second thing is that uh, we have the people that is pro-government that now they don't have the confidence anymore in using the app because they have some box, you know, and these box are all over the all over the internet, especially in Twitter. Uh, we use um, the, the president's house uh, use Twitter as the um, as the main account to publish all the uh, all the developments of the application and, and the people is moving forward with with Twitter. They are using Twitter as well. So okay. it's um, yeah. So the people have lost confidence on, on using the app. That is true. Um, but we need to see how it uh, uh, it develops. 
Um, from my point of view, the implementation of Bitcoin, it's something really, um, really needed. And, uh, and it's a great opportunity because it allows you to, um, to exchange the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency you're having. For example, let's imagine you have Ethereum, then you can exchange it to, to, to Satoshis. And then you can use your Satoshis here in a supermarket, for example, or in Starbucks or, right. or even to, to go to the beach to have lunch. Uh, for instance, um, just to go back in history, in the history of El Salvador, there was a reluctancy in, in the year 2000 uh, because of the same switch from colones to dollars. Yeah, and it, okay. and it happens to be to be a good thing at the end of the, I mean, through the years. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I know, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the chart of Bitcoin right now, and I know yes. literally, <laughs> um, you know, and that's why I was, I was clarifying the date. Yeah, so you know, September. It looks like September sixth, Bitcoin peaked at, or the recent peak. Then it's been higher, but the recent peak was just under fifty three thousand, and then um, mm -hmm. September seventh and eighth, it really kind of tanked and is now down in the mid mid to low forties. So yeah. that that I mean, I would imagine because your your two your two currencies really are the dollar and Bitcoin. So you have these two things that are related. And I'm not smart enough to really know how to manage that, but um, I, you know, it seems like you know on that particular day or th these type of this type of volatility in the Bitcoin, um, the Bitcoin prices themselves probably seem sort of scary because then if you want to convert that back to dollars, then you you could be you know quote unquote losing money. Is that is that how you guys see that or? Uh, it's, it is been, I mean, there, there are a lot of, um, let's say theories regarding why, uh, the Bitcoin price was falling on the, on September 7th. Um, actually it fall down from 20, from 52 or 53 to almost uh, 44 and something right now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, but okay. Um, let's say in Twitter, you can read things like, uh, George Soros is behind of this. And uh, uh, yeah, to <laughs> he's behind also, everything, right? <laughs> guy's he's busy. behind everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I have read particularly that uh, some miners were taking profits because they were uh, taking Bitcoin from twenty-eight to almost fifty, fifty thousand, and and then it was the moment to take profits. Um, and I don't have an opinion on this. I can tell that uh, due to the vol vol volatility of the of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as it is its nature. Mm -hmm. You might expect the price to fall down and, and to go up at any moment. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, um, the people was scared uh, because they were registering. Uh, the idea is that you register in the app and then you receive $30. But these $30 are actually our Bitcoin or Satoshis in, in this case. So the people start to get these $30 and suddenly they start to have 25, 24, 22. Right. Because the, the, the price is uh, dropped like it was probably a like 20% drop exactly. or something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and, uh, and let's say for the, um, for the population that is not a trader or, or not an investor, right. Uh, they are not used to, to see, uh, their balance, uh, falling, let's say. Yeah. They, most of the people, they want to have security. They right. want to feel safe. Yeah, uh, I, I was speaking. I have the opportunity to speak to to one friend of mine in the weekend, and uh, and I was by chance I was speaking to uh, to uh, his grandmother, 
And, uh, and I was explaining the advantages of, of cryptocurrency and how they might grow in the future. And, and she told me, uh, you know, I have, I have a saving account. I'm willing to give you my money, but I don't want to lose. Yeah, I mean, she wanted, she wanted to give me her money to, to invest in cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to lose. Uh, so and the, and yeah. this is uh, yeah and this is the normal uh, let's say way of thinking uh, in in the population that yes they want to do they 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 want to experiment what is uh, the cryptocurrency how it is and so on but they don't want to lose money right. they are afraid of losing money and uh, uh, and you know it's part of the game it's it's in the nature of the of the investments and also in the nature of the yeah of the cryptocurrencies itself mm-hmm. yeah. I'm assuming you convert in your own account at some point. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, uh, let's say you have a few hundred dollars and you want to then convert that to Bitcoin, you're essentially buying Bitcoin with that money, right? So at that point, if the value of the coin can fluctuate. So how, how do, in that particular, you know, we're talking about this huge drop and, and I, I didn't really think that that drop, I mean, it, it was, it might've been coincidental, with you know your announcement i kind of don't i kind of i think maybe agree with what you're saying there's a lot of factors of why it goes up and down and i and i don't think there's one particular thing that would make that drop so much you know so right. um but you know regardless it it did drop let's let's call it 20% in a few days and so what does that look like when you go to purchase something like at bitcoin beach and the the price fluctuates are the are the vendors able to adjust their pricing as well to reflect the those changes in the coin like is it always sort of referenced in terms of dollars like how does that how does that work i guess no the yeah uh, still the main reference is dollars so if, for example okay. if you go if you go to the beach and you spend i don't know 50 dollars they convert in this moment this 50 dollars to satoshis and the okay. and the conversion for example the, the exchange is locked for two minutes in the case of uh, in the case of uh, bitcoin beach and uh, uh, and then within these two minutes, then you can read the QR 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 code in order to to make mm-hmm. the transaction. Yeah. Okay. So you're still so it's still referencing the dollar as the dollar, its value. Yes. So okay. So the price would in Bitcoin in that in that case you're going to pay twenty percent more in Bitcoin exactly. uh, on that in particular the, day for for your lunch or whatever whatever it was. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I, interesting. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a matter of a mindset of, of yeah. the people or, or the person because if you have dollars then you have dollars but if you have Bitcoin you have Bitcoin so you have to think in my opinion right you have to think in, in, about your wealth in terms of I have bitcoins I have dollars um, and I have euros for example yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so these are three different let's say assets in, in this moment. Right, and then you have to to use it in the in the proper market or in the proper environment. And in the case of Bitcoin, I would say that it's better to to wait for the price to to rise up. Yeah, yeah. So wh- why why do you think they chose Bitcoin over some of the more you know transactional friendly? From what I understand, you know, and I'm not an expert here, but you know, B- Bitcoin has been kind of branded as more of the gold, more of a store of value. But there's other currency uh, cryptocurrencies that are a little bit more you know transaction friendly did did they talk about any of that or was there any sort of 
justification of why Bitcoin itself versus like an alternative coin, like a Monero, Cardano. I mean, there's a there's a ton of them, you know. I, I totally understand your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, no, there was no open discussion why they have uh, chosen um, Bitcoin as, as, as the main currency uh, in this case. Um, it was just announced and um, yeah, right. and, we, and we should take it from there. Yeah. Right. Um, I agree that there are some uh, other cryptocurrencies faster in the, in, in, in the mean of exchanging. Yeah. Uh, the transaction. Yeah. Um, but this was not discussed at all. Mm -hmm. Right. They just said we're going to go with Bitcoin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What okay. I can tell you, and and what I can tell you, and it's interesting, is that uh, Chivo Wallet is an application that is not a, a, it is not a wallet, because when you, for example, when you don't load a wallet, like a, let's speak about Trust, for example, from Binance, uh, normally they give you a recovery phrase, and with this recovery phrase, you can install it in another cell phone, right? So right. it means it means that your Bitcoin are custodied by you because you have the 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 recovery phrase to to move it from one cell phone to another in order to access it. Okay. Um, in the case of um, Shiba Wallet, you don't have a recovery phrase. You have only let's say a pin. Uh, and in Trust, in Trust Wallet, you also have a pin and a recovery phrase. Mm -hmm. But in the Shiba Wallet, you don't have a recovery phrase, meaning that. Uh, uh, based on uh, from this point of view, you are not the owner of the bitcoins, but it's uh, uh, the government, the, the holder of those bitcoins that you that you have in there. Mm. So it's um, it's not a wallet, but actually it's an exchange application, like uh, like Coinbase gotcha. or Binance. Yeah. Right. I see. Mm -hmm. So how are you? What are you? How are you using it? Are you like it, to me? It makes sense for. The like you said, the remittance, remittances transferring, uh, people who want to send money back home or or abroad, vice versa. That makes like a ton of sense. Um, mm -hmm. My my initial thought from talking to you and some of the stuff I've read it seems like that's probably the best use case. Um, but everyday life, are you still primarily using the dollar and, and those type of transactions, or are you kind of mixed? Like where where are you using it, or, or are you? Okay, uh, I cannot use uh, uh, the the government uh, application because uh, it asks you to register like uh, it's called Dewey, uh, like a unique mm -hmm. identifier. And I'm a resident in the country, so I cannot use another type of document. You have to only use the, like uh, the official ID, okay. and the, and resident uh, um, IDs are not permitted. So I cannot download it. I cannot uh, um, use it. But I see the people using it just to get the thirty dollars or to buy uh, mm -hmm. in another merchant, let's say with the with the Bitcoin, to get some to get something because a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, small business, they have seen or they have read about uh, Bitcoin and they believe it is a sort of value. So they are, for example, if you buy me, for example, um, this glass and this. Uh, I don't know, a speaker uh, um, mm. and so on. Yeah, you can get it by, by exchanging your, uh, your $30 of Bitcoin from right. wallet to wallet. Uh, and so the regular price for this, let's say for a given product, it might be $40. But if you buy it with your Bitcoin, it is uh, $30 from your wallet. So it's kind of, a, a, kind of a discount. So a lot of people, they want to have the, the Bitcoin to to see if the prices if the prices uh, rise in the future. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that you know 
you and I are, we're traders. So we're, you know, mm-hmm. relatively educated on foreign exchange, <laughs> you know, like it's not my, it's not my uh, forte for sure. So yeah. I would imagine that th- there would need to be a lot of education for people to really have confidence. So do, are they yeah. doing anything on that front of educating people on cryptocurrency? And, and then, you know, when you, when you mentioned you have to be, I, you know, identified, and I just start thinking about the, the decentralization piece of Bitcoin that you're supposed, you know, it's supposed to be anonymous, but at the same time, is it really anonymous if you're registering with the government on, and they're, mm-hmm. and they're seeing or able to see your Bitcoin transactions? I know that was like two totally separate questions, but it, I was just kind of uh, thinking out loud here. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, uh, from my uh, point of view, uh, the biggest problem that we have in the country is the lack of education in terms of cryptocurrencies. So there are, there are let's say, the government have some initiatives uh, to teach uh, the people how to use the application. Uh, they have uh, in public spaces, uh, probably I was uh, forgetting to say that, uh, um, that we have also ATMs. It's called Chivo ATM, means that you can go to these ATMs and you can withdraw the, the, the Bitcoin uh, from your wallet to the ATM. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and you can withdraw it in dollars, let's say. Okay. So, a lot, so a, lot of uh, a lot of people see this as uh, free money uh, in this sense. And right. that's why they, they want to use the uh, they want to use the government's app. Um, I'm not sure that in the future they will use it again, uh, right. unless the, the, the merchants uh, force you to 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 let's say to use it, or that they unless that is, they see uh, an advantage of, of this. Um, for example, in the in the current market, it is possible to repay your loan. I mean, to make loan repayments with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And also to repay your uh, your utility service like uh, electricity, water, and so on. Right, right. So, um, so in this sense, it's a, it's a good thing because uh, let's say, imagine you are a trader, you get some benefit of uh, um, I don't know, five hundred dollars or something. You exchange it from Bitcoin to dollars, and and then you pay your your monthly expenses. Let's say right. somehow. So this can be uh, an, an opportunity for, for some people, but the majority, they cannot uh, um, use the application properly. Yeah, The right. people is, is even having problems to register in the application. So, um, yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's pretty normal. I mean, for any sort of application rollout, I have an IT background and, you know, you can roll out a well-known piece of software yes. and, and people, it's just, you know, depending on what computer they have or phone or whatever, it's going to be weird. A lot of times they won't know how to use it. So that, I would say that that's, that's pretty normal, right? Just technical difficulties uh, uh, when they roll something out like that. So are you, you know, in a, in a general sense, are you hopeful that this is going to work and it sticks? You mentioned, you know, when, when you went from the colones to the dollar in, you know, 20 yes. years ago or whatever it was, that ultimately was a long-term win. Do you think, are you kind of seeing it in the same way? Do you think this is a long-term win for you guys? Uh, I see it on the long-term way that it's, it's a winning, winning for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the only, let's say my only concern is that, uh, as you were mentioning in your question, it is not, uh, uh, it is violating the principle of, uh, of decentralized transactions. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have the government in between, so they know all the transactions that you are performing. Let's say if you are using the government app, 
this is uh, uh, this is one thing. And uh, uh, but on the other side, I see a lot of opportunities because now you can uh, exchange or buy a product in Central America or in another country in Latin America just by exchanging um, uh, Bitcoin or, or cryptocurrencies, right? right? And um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So for example, I know I have some friends in Venezuela and uh, and they tell that they don't use uh, the local currency, but that most of their transactions go underneath through uh, wallets by exchanging uh, cryptocurrencies. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, um, so it it opens the door to several to several things. Yeah. Wow. So Very I feel just to, to summarize it, I feel optimistic about the future of uh, of having cryptocurrencies uh, yeah. here in Salvador. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I, I know there's, uh, like I said, probably difficulties, technical dif difficulties, kind of rolling something out like that. But um, and you know, hopefully the the volatility of the price will kind of settle down because I and I think when that happens, people will use it more. Um, I, I what I kind of have a hard time with, I think, is just you know, if you want to purchase something that's let's say five dollars, the the fractional nature of the Bitcoin really knowing how much that is like the, the human reference of that is probably <laughs> going to be stuck in dollars for a long time because you, yeah. you know but if if something says you know it's five dollars but you go to pay in bitcoin you still know that it's five dollars oh, wow. but but to know that it's point zero 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 seven whatever bitcoin nowadays is. nowadays if you go to the supermarket and you buy you buy this product of five dollars they the, there is a small label that tells you how much in colonnes this product cost? Okay, it's still oh. 20, year, 20 years Oh, after. Oh, the colonnes, <laughs> it still tells you. Wow. Yeah. And so is that like way more? Because I know like, um, is it like a thousand colonnes is a, a dollar or something like that? No, there were like a, a conversion, if I'm not mistaken, uh, about um, eight colonnes by one dollar, something like this. Eight, eight yeah. to one, like an eight to one. Eight, eight to one. Yeah. Well, Bitcoin's going to be the opposite, right? It's going to be a yes. fraction. It'll be a fractional thing. Yeah. So um, that's mm -hmm. interesting that they still display. Uh -huh. But but does, does that currency um, exist in any physical form? You know, like no. dollars, coins, oh. or anything? Like that? No, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's um, you 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 could buy these bills, but uh, to have it on your own collection, a private right. collection, right? Right. right. Uh -huh. yeah. Like a like a yeah, um, yeah like a collection, right? Interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, man. I think th this was great. I, thanks for taking the time and um, talking to me about this. No, I'm still, you know, I, I dabble in crypto a little bit more as a trader, buying and selling, and you know, mm -hmm. slash investing, and and so yes. I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on this. And and you know, if anything yes. changes or starts to really get good, you know, let me know. Yes. Keep me posted. I'd love you to get sure, you sure. back on. No, I'm stuff. looking. I'm I'm looking at the support in Bitcoin at around forty three. So I expect uh, I expect for from forty three thousand to go up, but but let's see, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking in, at terms, now. in terms of trading, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, we're in the forty four. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully. It's there, yes. So. Yes. Well, thanks mm -hmm. a lot, man. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Erica, as well for the time. Thanks for listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. To join our community of options traders, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. But before you go, you should know that everything discussed on this podcast and in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice of any kind.